Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Just put death by rock and roll John forgot what he was on But he broke the needle dead and gone But my tombstone when I go Just put death by rock and roll Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott joining you on Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. We played that song, Brennan, about a year and a half ago. It was actually Kurt Levin's tipped me off at it, uh, about it. And uh, these guys were just in town the other night. Yeah, on Saturday night, they opened up for Greta Van Fleet, which is a show I wish I could have been at. Instead, I was hosting Elks football. <laughs> well, it's all about priority. So uh, that was pretty reckless, uh, and maybe some would say a pretty reckless open. How are you doing, everybody? Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Hope you had a terrific weekend. Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease the next office network printer you have from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies coming up first half hour of the show a uh, wide-ranging conversation i was thinking of opening with the boys are back in town but i think we're going to save that for uh, a week from tuesday coming out of the labor day classic when the edmonton elks who uh took one on the chin the other night against uh, the ottawa red blacks the Elks travel down to Calgary on Monday. Uh, several of the Edmonton Oilers players will be flying back into E-Town uh, this week and getting ready to hit the ice with the informal captain skates over at Rogers Place in the downtown community arena. All right. Uh, speaking of Digitex, Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, regular contributor to Oilers now, courtesy of our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling, that is John Shannon at 12. 12.35. And 1 o'clock uh, from the Oilers Radio Network, a great storyteller, uh, former NHL player, man who once had a 49-goal season in the National Hockey League, and that is Rob Brown. And at 1.35 today, a former Edmonton Oilers head coach, albeit an interim one, a guy who was uh, terrific to deal with during his time um, with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, he was the farm team coach down in Oklahoma City for a number of years. As uh, well, most recently as an assistant coach of the Dallas Stars, he is uh, back in the American Hockey League where he won a uh, Calder Cup actually coaching for uh, Ken Holland when Ken was the GM in Detroit. Uh, with Grand Rapids, but Todd Nelson is going to take over Hershey, who have been a terrific AHL franchise for a number of years. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us. You can reach us. 
On the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 7804960063. Settle up for some great country at the River Cree with Tim Hicks on September the 9th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 7804960063. Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. And, Brendan, you had Mark Spector on the show on Friday. Thank you for uh, filling in. I uh, made my way down south uh, for a couple days and uh, rallied back into uh, Edmonton. We're going to go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Uh, for Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. And Speck will join us for an hour on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. But Spector had these comments on the benefit of uh, holding assets until after. After the season begins. The thing about making a huge splash with a guy like Patrick Kane is you expend all you know, a lot of assets and you probably use up any elements you had to create cap space and you know it's if it's not your last deal of the season it's certainly your last major deal of the season. And then the trade deadline might come Brennan and maybe somebody gets hurt. You know, maybe you got a player that's not playing anymore and you need to replace that player and it's hard to do. So, you know, I'm, part of me, I, I think what I hear you saying is those are a pretty good team now. I think they're a playoff team with the roster they have. And maybe you hold on to your uh, powder here, keep your powder dry until February and March. And then you augment more specifically and you decide, okay, do we have injuries we got to fill? Do we have an element that's popped up here that we're not good enough at? Maybe Maybe it is that, you know, maybe they don't have enough gritty, uh, grittiness to make it through playoff series. Maybe they lose a left shot D and they need another one. Maybe, you know, I guess my question would be, you know, maybe you save, you keep a little powder dry here because we don't know the state of your roster come March 1st and uh, there might be some repairs needed by then. All right, interesting conversation point. Look, if you're going to step up big, and I, I, at this stage of the game, it's pretty apparent. If I'm running the Chicago Blackhawks with Patrick Kane, I am going to take the best available deal when the deal happens. Uh, but all signs are pointing to this being a you know deal that gets made. I do think Kane moves by the deadline, but we're probably looking in, you know at the earliest at January. Um, I wouldn't mind jumping the queue and beating some other teams to Kane because I think that the two or three teams that are going to be in, like I could see Colorado in on a, on, on Patrick Kane. Let okay. me ask you this. Uh, Jonathan Taves is a name that Speck brought up on Friday as a, as a potential target, maybe more suited for the bottom six, obviously, at this point of his career. But what for do you a think third about line that? Cent- well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, nowhere near the asset. Requ- I'm sorry, he's just not. I mean, we had Ben Pope on the other day, and he talked about the fact that there's been drop-off in Jonathan Taves' game. Uh, I want to see where, like, I mean, the order's McDavid, Drysaddle. We know they're going to play center. Nugent Hopkins can play center. McLeod can. If they play all four of those guys, at center, I might be inclined to get aware. Um, so we'll see what happens here. In the meantime and in between time, I mean, right now, if you're looking at the Oilers at the start, just for the sake of argument, and there's a couple different ways. Some have say, said to me, well, Bob, why don't they do three tandems? And the tandems would be McDavid with Evander Kane, Dry Settle with Kyler Yamamoto, and 
And then uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman with McLeod on the fourth line, potentially. Uh, that would certainly open up a window for a guy like Holloway, and it would probably catapult uh, Pugliarvi into the top six, uh, at least to start the year. So anyways, just for the sake of argument, McDavid, Kane, and Hyman, Drysaddle, RNH, and Yamamoto, McLeod, Fogle, and Pugliarvi, maybe even flip uh, Yamamoto and Pugliarvi, so you end up with McLeod, Fogle, and, and, and Yamamoto, and Drysaddle, RNH, Pugliarvi, whatever. Short, Yanmark, and Ryan, 12 forwards. I think the orders. I don't have Holloway there. Ken Holland has spoken about the fact that Holloway's got to play his way onto the team. What I could foresee happening is Edmonton over the next three weeks potentially adding another forward. Now, we can all dream a little dream and say, hey, let's go get Evan Rodriguez. I don't know if Edmonton's got, you know, I think Rodriguez isn't a guy that comes in at 800 or less. I think there's going to be a higher price point for him. And, and you know, it's funny, Brendan. I had some, well, you know, Stafford talked about Kessel. Well, I talked about $1.5 million being the price point. What did he sign for? $1.5 Okay, <laughs> if, if, if we're talking a month out on what the price point of the player is, figure it out, okay? Figure out where the discussion point occurred. And again, Edmonton is poor because, in large part, because of McDavid and Settle, but also because of where the team ended up last year in the Final Four. There are players that want to come here. They are. And there's a certain price that they got to get for their services. So here's another example. How many years on the term for uh, over the last week, and I mention it every single day, how many years on a extension for Kirby Dock in Montreal did I mention? Every day I mentioned it last week. It's going to be a four-year deal. There's a catch of it. Well, everybody goes, that'll run them in a free agency. No, it won't. Because his second year doesn't qualify as burn in a year in his ELC. So it's going to be a, there's a little caveat in that. So he's going to get a four-year deal, and he's going to get a deal. That's that's what's going to end up making sense for him. Probably less than $3.5 million per year on him. You'll figure it out once it happens, okay? So away we go. But, I mean, you're looking at the Edmonton Oilers. They could probably take on one more forward, 700000 bucks. you got to have guys prepared to come in and play for that. Like, here's an example. We know Sam Gagne would probably, at this stage of his he just wants to play. He just wants a, a one-way con. He'd probably take that. I'm going to throw a name at you. And a lot of you right now would say, no, no chance. Jake Vertanen. Jake Vertanen's an example of a player that's looking to jumpstart his NHL career. He's looking for another opportunity, right? So there is a player that would come in to an NHL organization at 750K. For what it, now some would say, nope, too toxic, not going near that guy. Was acquitted of the criminal charges in Vancouver. Um, but whatever, there's there's lots of players out there. Like, do I think Subban would go somewhere for 750? No, I think he's looking for more than that, but I also don't think Subban's the right guy for Edmonton. I might be more inclined on a guy like Ryan Murray or, for that matter, even a Ben Harper. I just think Subban would want... He'd want a lot of air because that's part of who he is. So we'll see what happens here. I could see the Oilers adding... If we just mentioned McDavid, Kane, Hyman, Drysaddle, RNH, Pogliarvi, McLeod, Fogel, Yamamoto, Shore, Yanmark, and Derek Ryan. That's 12 forwards. Maybe, for the sake of argument, let's have Holloway in the minors with McCaig and Griffith, Hamlin with Benson and Borgo, Noel Phelps centering Savoy. Lavoie's going to miss some time to start the year. I don't think he's going to be ready. He had a little bit of an issue towards... Uh, 
So we'll we'll get some more information, but there's a chance that he might miss some time out of the gate. Uh, Malone is another guy that's on an NHL deal along with Tulio. They're at 11. Maybe they added one more guy for the minors as well. Defensively, Nurse and CeCe, Kulak and Bouchard, Broberg and Barry. That's what I think the pairings will end up being. That would leave Samarukov and Deharnay, Nimalainen and Camp Cuckoo and Kesseling as guys on NHL deals down in the American Hockey League. In goal, we know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be... Jack Campbell, who we've not talked a lot about, and uh, and Skinner, and uh, Calvin Pickard and Fanti will be the two primary goalies for the farm, with Rodrigue being the organizational number five, uh, five goaltender. So it's a bit of a range. It doesn't; These aren't set in stone, but in the short term, I could see Edmonton, I could see Edmonton adding potentially a seven hundred and fifty to $800,000 forward, and I just think that Rodriguez is going to be a guy that's got to, you got to figure he gets minimum 1.3, 1.4 million. And, uh, and a 750000 $800,000, maybe $900,000 defenseman. We'll wait and see how it goes. Uh, this text comes in. I'm a huge Oilers fan, but the, the, the Oilers will have the softest and smallest fourth line in the NHL. That one comes to us for fact. Gil from Calgary says, Bob, what about Alex Chason on another PTO as a fourth liner right wing? That's a fair guy to mention. He's been here before and done. they've done that with him. I think he had 13 goals last year. I think it's like the fourth or fifth time in his career he's had 13 or more goals. He's, and that tells you something because he is a net front on the power play, so he gets some numbers driven. But there's a guy that, uh, you know, there's a guy that's another guy that would surely go for a $750,000 one way deal. Uh, Bob, uh, Richard has texted us on the Ashley Five uh, Fine Floors text line. Bringing in Patrick Kane would be a big mistake. We need defense from Richard. So I'm going to circle back to Kane. So do I think he moves from Chicago? Yes, I do. Do I think he's going to wait to see who's good? Yes, I do. Uh, do I think Edmonton's going to be good? Yeah, I think Edmonton's going to be good. I think Calgary's going to be good. Brendan, I see Chicago, I, I, I see the Colorado Avalanche as being an obvious favorite in the Western Conference, and the Oilers and the Flames duking it out for top spot in the, in the Pacific Division. Okay, Kane's going to be able to pick and choose where he wants to go. Would I give up a first-round pick to get Kane? All day. Absolutely. Because I'm assuming Edmonton's first-round pick is going to be 25th or after. And the orders have retained. Every first-round pick dating back to 2013. Nurse in 13. Dreisaitl, 14. McDavid in 15. Pogliarvi in 16. Yamamoto in 17. Bouchard in 18. Broberg in 19. Holloway in 20. Borgo in 21. Schaefer in 22. Only organization in the league that has... Their last 10 first-rounders still in their organization. No other organization either. They've either traded away the picks or they've traded away the players. And say what you will about a couple of those players, but predominantly, like I, I look at these as being effective pieces yeah. moving forward. You're going to see you're going to see some narratives coming out of Penticton. I know some people are tired of hearing about it. Like the orders are going to go to that tournament, and, and it's going to be a ter- it's going to be a fun event. I'm glad we're going back to Penticton, and we are going to go there. We're going to host the orders now at least three days there, probably. Thursday, Friday, and the Monday. The reality of the situation is Edmonton made it to the conference final. And they're going to have four first-round picks in that event just by the happenstances. Even in 2010, they didn't have four first-rounders. They had three, but they didn't have four. You know, they had uh, Everly, 
who was in the first rounder, 22nd overall in 08. They had uh, Magnus Piarvi, who was 10th overall in 09. That draft was in Montreal. I was there for that one. And then in 2010, obviously, Taylor Hall. So there was a lot of attention. And then in Penticton in 11, there was a lot of attention on Nugent Hopkins. There was no tournament in 12 because of the impending lockout. In 2013, we went back there, and the Oilers had Clefbaum and Nurse there, and no juice up front at all. In 14, we went to Penticton. Leon was there. And you know who was good that year? It was Nikolai Ehlers with Winnipeg. And in 2015, Connor McDavid played one of the three games. The Oilers made Drysaddle play all three games. That, that, to me, was the wildest one because there was still a lot of hitting and fighting and those sort of things. I don't expect a lot of that anymore. But I do expect a fun time for the four Western Canadian-based teams in the NHL's Western Conference with the Winnipeg Jets, the Calgary Flames, the Vancouver Canucks, and the Edmonton Oilers going there. So, yeah, I'd move... Circling all the way back, I'd move the first-round pick for a star player or for a guy who's a great contract that could be a middle six forward like Brandon Hagel. I would move a first-round pick for a guy like that. Otherwise, then I'm going to secondary options. We've talked, you look at Chicago, they went out, they signed Athanasiu and Max Domi to matching $3 million deals on one-year deals. Folks, they're trading those guys. Now, we've been there and done that with Athens-CU. Probably the one trade Ken Holland would like to have back as GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Would I give up a second or third rounder for Max Domi? Probably. I probably would. And I want to see maybe, I mean, and we're, and we're talking about a deal that gets made in February or March. As for defense, contrary to what many of you are suggesting on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, I want to see how the Oilers' young D prospects mature and whether or not some of them graduate here. I picked up a copy of uh, the Hockey News 2023, uh, 22-23 Ultimate Fantasy Hockey Guide. They have Bouchard at 54 points next season. Okay? And they have Barry and Nurse at 36 each. That's a lot of points from your top three defensemen. So, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, if Bouchard ends up taking over the power play halfway through the season, I think he can. I think he can reach sixty points. I'm serious. I'm that bullish on him. The guy was eleventh in the league last year in five on five scoring. So they've got Bouchard, who took the full time ascent into the team last year. Broberg's going to be that guy this year. And at some point during the season, does Niemelainen or Sam Rukov or even Deharnay stake a claim? I would want to see that happen. Uh, at least see the potential for that before I traded an asset for another veteran defenseman. Now that being said. What do you think of bringing in a guy like Murray, Ryan Murray? He's been hurt a lot during his career. But if you're not asking him to play every night, you know, maybe that's not the worst thing. He was a part of the organization last year that won the cup, right? He was with Colorado, Um, you know, and there's some pedigree there as well. It's not like he went second overall by accident. Maybe things have tapered off substantially since then. But I think to start the season, that's probably a more effective seventh defenseman than Ben Harper. If I'm trying to trade for one of those guys on March 1st, I'm trading for Ben Harper because that's who I want down the stretch. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. I mean, I do think it's possible. Uh, you know, basically everything's going to get wound back up here in over the next week to 10 days for opportunities for players. Maybe maybe there's somebody that comes in on a PTO. I don't know. Uh, as a rule of thumb, I, I think Ken Holland would prefer going the other way, where I don't want to speak for Ken, but Ken's 
Ken cares about people, and I think players like to know where they stand as well. So it's going to be intriguing. It is uh, 1225 in Edmonton, our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. We're in the holding pattern for about a week to a week and a half. But we shall see. As we go into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specials, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Let's hold that thought and go to a break right now because guess who didn't print it off today? Oh. Sitting at my desk on my desktop. Okay. All so right. maybe all good. We'll, we'll pay some bills first and come back with that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's pretty good, that guy, Leon. He's had some pretty good seasons in the National Hockey League. All right, into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. 1228 in Edmonton, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. All right, just after the show ended on uh, Friday, former sixth overall pick Philip Zadina signing a three-year extension in Detroit. It's worth $1.825 million per season. They drafted him out of the Halifax Mooseheads back in 2018. Tampa extending uh, Philip Myers for one year at $1.4 million. 25-year-old once flipped by uh, Nashville to Tampa this offseason for Ryan McDonough. Uh, Myers has 142 NHL games to his credit. It. Overseas, Canada's 3-0 at the Women's World Hockey Championship in Denmark. They beat Switzerland 4-1, Japan 9-0 over the weekend. Tomorrow, we'll get Canada and the United States to close out the preliminary round. Former gold medalist and Stanley Cup champion Mike Babcock says he is now actually retired from coaching. Last week, we know that he stepped down from the University of Saskatchewan Huskies. And in the WHL, the Red Deer Rebels acquiring the 7th overall pick from the 2019 Bantam draft. Defenseman Mats Lindgren from the Kamloops Blazers in exchange for D-man Kyle Masters and a conditional first in 2025. Wow. Kyle Masters was a fourth round draft choice of the Minnesota Wild. The Kamloops Blazers are hosting the Memorial Cup. That leads me to believe that Mr. Lindgren did not want to play in Kamloops. That's how I would interpret that trade. Uh, very quickly, Robert has texted us. He's given a thumbs up to Jake Vertanen and says the Oilers need a tough D. And Mitch says, I'd probably sign Vertanen and Ryan Murray. If Vertanen is in shape, he could jump ahead of Pugliarvi. Well, he was playing last year in the KHL. We're going to bang off more text coming up. Off to a global news weather traffic update today with Kevin Robertson. And when we come back, John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and cooling.